think we've got to be the body to rock it like we're never going to see it again. We are exploding, the world is going to know it. We rock it like we're never going to see us again.
That was two weeks ago. Last week uh, was 140. Uh, sorry, was episode 143. We had over 1,200 listens. So, sir, we are we are definitely making it happen. I mean, the bottom line here is, folks, uh, we love that you listen. We love the amount of listens we get. But seriously, we we will seriously. take we will take your call at 714-364-4721. Whatever's on your mind, we will not cut you off like other radio stations. We'll let you express what's on your mind. We'll we'll keep you on the air for a bit. So. Please, we love that you listen, but uh, contribute to the show and uh, give us some things. If, if you know, if me and Dave are are saying something that you don't agree with or you do agree with, give us a call and uh, you know, it's all about the listeners, sir. I mean, we, we yeah, definitely. It's impl- all about the money, but yeah, it's also all about the listeners. It's about the listeners, and uh, we appreciate the the archive listens, but you know, of call course. in once in a while. Of course, and you know, we talk about this all the time. It adds an extra dynamic to the show the fact that people are calling in live and they're giving their opinion. Look at last week, we had um, you know three different people call. We had Joe from Baltimore. You know, people friends with Pat who was on the on our airwaves last week. And that just adds something special, sir. I mean, you can take a water break. I mean, so many different things you can do. And speaking of water break. <laughs> I guess somebody's taking a water break. So I'm going to uh, backtrack here because I know we've done this uh, on a couple occasions. But Pure Gold really started out as an internet radio show um, about two years ago in December. Me and Dave created a show that we really wanted to be really entertaining, but yet really professional and legit. And through the years... For the two years, we've really made it a, a really good show, uh, having guests, um, a lot of different guests throughout uh, the, the celebrity world, whether it's sports or entertainment, Hollywood. Um, so, we, you know, we grew the business, and then eventually we um, found this gig here on 1640 AM. I love and, how you're talking about the history of the show, and I'm not even in the room. Yeah. And you're over here talking about the history of Pure Gold, my show. Your show, my show. Um, so, anyway... So we eventually get to a uh, a spot where we find an opening here on 1640 AM. We talked to Nelson, who was our former producer, and we you know we've been able to do about a month ago or a little bit more than that. Yeah, and we had to have Nelson shipped off. And you know I mentioned this two weeks ago. My wife was the one who found the the ad that was placed about coming in to you know to do a show. And we figured, what the heck? What's the worst that could happen, right there? Yep. And and you know like pure gold, we do tell it like it is. We do talk about everything and anything and tells it like it is. And let's just face it, um, our former producer just, um, let's, you know, let's tell it like it is, sir. He dropped the ball. He said he's moving to California in shame, so he moved out to California. And uh, I hope he's listening right now. Yeah, I hope he is listening, too, because, you know, Dave has really turned the station around in terms of what's coming up. And starting March 1st, really, is when we're going to launch this new uh, station, this new content. You're not going to listen to Portuguese music as much anymore, folks, because there's a lot of content Monday through Friday. And I, I, I want to name some of these shows and get Dave's take on it. Let let us know about the background, how he found this person, what he thinks that the show's going to bring to the station, all the money that's going to come pouring in because of it. Of course. So let's let's just start on Monday here, sir. We talk about Monday, the Jimmy Danger Show. We we briefly touched upon it last week, but what does the Jimmy Danger Show premiering Monday, March fourth, from three to five p.m. on Ironbound Radio is all about? Well, it's actually premiering this Friday, sir. It's going to be the first show. It's Monday, March first. So it'll be the one show oh, okay. this Friday, and then the following week we're going to launch with all the rest of the shows. So Jimmy's going to have two back-to-back shows, which is which will be you know history because uh, we were the only show doing the back-to-back and the belly-to-belly. Yeah. But uh, Jimmy is a is a you know he's Spanish. He's Puerto Rican actually from my uh, my home land as it were. And Jimmy is a uh, Telemundo personality, someone who's known in the Spanish market, the Spanish media, and it's just amazing, sir, because Jimmy has truly just done a great job and. Um, you know, he's been promoting like crazy. He's telling me about about some famous artists that are going to be in the show. He's already had guests lined up. This guy hasn't even started on the air, sir, and he already has guests lined up for like weeks on end. 
Okay, so, so tell us what it's about. Well, his show is, he's going to have Spanish celebrities, he's going to have a singer, it's going to be in Spanish. And again, this is a very uh, Spanish and Portuguese concentrated area, so there will be English, there will be Portuguese, and we are bringing the Spanish hot and heavy with Jimmy's show. It'll be, it'll be three to five on Monday, and then um, he's also coming back on Friday, six to eight. So we've got two different time slots on two different days, but that's because, of course, we have all our other shows on Monday, and he's going to have... Uh, program where he's going to talk about the you know Latin world at large, he's going to talk about music, he's going to talk about movies, he's going to talk about everything that, that the Latin community cares about, basically. So, you know, he's just a great connection that we got through Olga, and I'm really excited about that. Oh, I forgot to also mention that the fact that if you can't hear uh, any of the programming on your AM dial, 1640 AM, you can also catch us on our new website, which is IR1640AMRadio.com, and yes, it does sound like a lot, originally it was IR1640.com. That website is still up, but we're going to direct everybody to the new one, IR1640AMRadio.com. The radio, of course, helps people get it in terms of Google, you know, search results and whatnot, search engine optimization, which anybody who knows about the Internet knows about that when you're dealing with websites. So that website, I've been working on it. You know, we have a Listen Live link. If you go to that site right now, you click Listen Live, but boom, it'll pop up in a little window, just the media player. I mean, we have some of the iron talent. Again, it's a work in progress, and it's officially launching on Friday. But we have been, you know, I've been working a lot behind the scenes, as it were. Right after the Jimmy Danger show on Mondays, our, their normal slot, Monday, Friday, um, is Jean's Rendezvous. I mean, we had Jean in studio last week. She talked about her show was going to be about, what, culinary? Yeah, culinary, kind of like Dear Abby, just basically a lot of different things. Um, I guess you could say it's more geared towards women. Of course, you know, men, you, you are allowed to listen. It is okay. But it really is a show that's geared more towards the ladies, which, of course, we need to have on the air. Can't just be all guys, guys, guys. And since Monday is a big wrestling night with Monday Night Raw, we have the Three Kings show, sir. We had Pat on about, what, last week? Yeah, yeah last, last week Pat was with us, and Pat is the uh, AKA King Firehawk. He is one of the hosts, along with King Saul, and they're going to be running an entertaining show. Pat, again, if you want to hear him, he was on last week for quite a bit. And he, the guy can talk. There's no doubt about that, sir. He's famous to the Busted Open, Busted Open crew, or the Busted Ocean Open Nation, as it were, over on the Sirius XM. Dave and Doug, who've both been on this show multiple times, and uh, Pat. That's where that's where we kind of uh, met on the internet and whatnot. And you know, Pat's bringing his unique brand of entertainment to our station, so we're excited about that. And he's going to have a variety show like ours, but everything is going to have a wrestling spin. If it's politics, it's heel face. You know, he's going to throw it in there. So. For all you wrestling fans and non-wrestling fans, it's definitely going to be an interesting show. What's interesting is that Monday we have the Three Kings show right before Raw airs on from from uh, you know eight to eleven on USA. Um, but then on Tuesday we have another wrestling show which we'll get to. But I want to try to get this in chronological order for all you people that are writing this down to make sure you know what and what time these shows are on. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of people writing this down right now. Oh, I, I know, I am. Um, we have a show on Tuesday from 3.35 p.m., the Spanish Girl Radio. Sir, we've had Olga on our show to talk about her show, and she debuts on Tuesday, March 5th. Yes, she does. She debuts on Tuesday, March 5th. Uh, again, Jean and Pat debut on March 4th. And, um, you know, we're excited about having Olga on. Olga, again, she got Jimmy Danger on. She is a Latin uh, personality. She's going to be doing a show on Telemundo with Jimmy as her co-host. It's called Featureo TV. Her show is going to be bilingual, so it'll be English and Spanish, which, of course, it's important because with all the English programming and then, of course, all the Portuguese programming we have, we need to get the Spanish community in there. It's also going to be dealing with red carpet events. As a matter of fact, sir, this weekend, Olga has been pretty much MIA because she was at the Latin Grammys, I believe, or she was at 
one of the, the recent Latin awards, so she was there all weekend, and she's going to be covering entertainment from that perspective, from the Spanish perspective, just like Jimmy. Uh, she's going to have her, her uh, co-host, DJ LOS, and he's going to be spinning some, some sweet tunes, original tunes, as it were. You know, a lot of musically talented people. Olga's actually working on a CD, so her show's going to be quite a variety, but mostly dealing with the Spanish community and dealing with Spanish events and, you know, awards and whatnot. Well, as you know, she's uh, near and dear to my heart because she um, has joined the anti-bullying campaign against you, so she's definitely uh, got a uh, soft spot in my heart. Well, we all know that that is a lie straight from the pit of hell where it came from, so let's not even go there. You know what's great? What's that? Because I'm cutting you off because you always cut me off, is the fact that our next show, our guest is uh, right on time. We're right on the Tuesday from, you know, from... 5 to 6 p.m., it's the Spirit Blaze Radio with uh, your host, Christine, who's seated to my left. Christine, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Listen, oh, you know, of course, of course, we appreciate having you on the air. You know, Christine is someone I've known for many years. And, Christine, you can tell the audience a little bit about yourself. You mentioned that Spirit Blaze Radio before you walked in the door. That Spirit Blaze Radio was on the air years ago on FDU, and it's coming back to the lovely town of Newark. So tell us a little bit about your history and, uh, you know, how you came to 1640, as it were. Wow, well, that is a mouthful to just have to get into all of that information. You basically said everything right there. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, uh, Spirit Blaze Radio is going to be coming back better than ever. And, um, yeah, it was basically on the air successfully. It was a great show. And I just had to take a little break. Everyone at WFU is still really cool people. And, um, yeah, just coming over here now to the AM station to kind of, um, I guess you could say, like, cha- change up a little bit of the format of the show before it was more focused on music. Now it's going to be music, but also going to be more as well talking to people as they share things that just are on their heart that they want to talk about, whether it be um, how God has influenced their life and um, what else, just Anything that people want to share with the people out there, I'm going to be taking calls from people, whoever wants to call up and talk. Let me just readjust my seating here because I'm. Yeah, be careful with that seat. <laughs> no, I have the bad seat there. Oh, you have the bad seat. I took the bad seat. Good job, Joe. I feel like I'm like stretching my neck out. I'm like, oh, Christine. Like, my voice is going to start changing. Like, I'm like, who did you invite on this show? You can, always, uh, you, know, you can always just uh, bring it down a little bit. <laughs> can, can you give us a teaser for this Tuesday? Really. This Tuesday, what do, you, what do you have planned for March 5th? Okay, for Tuesday, um, let me see. I think the first show I'm going to be with David, right? Be oh, Dave's, Dave's on the show. Well, I'm at, I actually... <laughs> I didn't know this. I guess we're just going over this now. Like, <laughs> well, well, you, do your, the show, you okay. do your show uh, from 5 to 6, and unfortunately, I work. And, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to stop by next week as much as possible no, for everybody. No. But uh, unfortunately, you know... Um, fortunately. Well, no, for, unfortunately for <laughs> them, I will not be here. Of course, we're going to have everything laid out and... You know, we'll, we'll we'll take care of business, as it were. But, um, you know, your show that, that you start, you mentioned, of course, that being on the air, coming back and whatnot, you know, you're going to have people talking about their, their life experiences. And, and, you know, what what attracted you? You took some time off, you know, ended up being a couple of years. But what what brought you back and said, you know, what, I want to get this, this show back on the air. And I want to get back on the radio waves. Well, basically, I saw that you were talking about uh, – Basically. Opening up your AM station here and and uh, having some more some more shows, adding it on. And I said that's a great opportunity. You know, I, I would like to uh, just bring a new, fresh aspect of the show, Spirit Blaze. And um, I like doing it before. And I would like, you know, I would like to 
just bring it again for people to hear and give give us a chance for people to come on and, and just share things that I don't really hear a lot of uh, a lot of talk radio talking about the things that I, I would like people to talk about just how God has influenced their life and um, maybe sharing some scriptures and some thoughts if people want to call up and and uh, if they have any questions or if they just want to talk about anything, just want it to be kind of like a more of a free format. So just kind of excited about that. Just to, like being, uh, you know, very free. Like the Bible says, there is spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. So I like it to be just pretty much about that. I'm not going to try to put anything too much in the box right now because, you know, it's kind of like ideas all over the place. But I think that's pretty much the main idea. It's going to be a little bit of music, having some music guests. Uh, typically um, Christian music artists, like a lot of Christian rap artists, gospel artists, people that do uh, Christian dance music and stuff like that. And um, you know, I have a couple guests that I would like to bring on, on already. I've been talking to a couple people that have just pretty much amazing stories that, you know, people have come out of drug addiction or uh, things to do with uh, past sexual things that had brought them down in their life and, and they received healing for in their life. Just so that people that are listening, they can just kind of um, reflect on that. Maybe they're going through something similar in their life that they can that they can grasp from from the people that are going to be talking on the show, and, and maybe it's something for them to think about that uh, they can see that you know God can also do the same things for them. If you know maybe somebody is is hurting out there, and they can just realize that you know because I think a lot of people don't realize that. God is not just up there ready to throw lightning bolts at you, or and he does want to be involved in people's lives. And I just want to bring it in a way just for people also to see from uh, personal stories and stuff like that. But not just that. So it's going to be a lot of different things. And Sounds like a little bit of everything. Basically. Yeah, it's going to, that's why I'm just like, I'm trying to talk about it, but it's just going to be... I have a special request. As I have a special request. What's that? Uh, I don't know. I forget the name, but uh, we've had the same theme song on for the last two years since the show pretty much started. Uh, what's it? The Jesus Machine, the, song, the, yeah, the name the, of the song? Yeah, the song is called uh, Jesus Machine, and it is by uh, Seventh uh, Seventh Time Down. And they're like, I guess you could say, an independent Christian a rock group. And they came to my church years ago. And Joe, I want to get rid of the song, but Joe is like, no. he's today and he wants to keep the song. Well, we basically took uh, the beginning snippet of it out, and when we played the song, but the part that we cut out right afterwards, it goes, you know, it talks about we had the heart of the Jesus machine. It's a really good song, but um, what is your special request to try to get them on yeah. the air? I, mean, I want you to get them on the air so that we can actually officially have this as our theme song and not get sued by the, uh, <laughs> what, seventh whatever down? Seventh time down, sir. Yeah, that, that's a good way to get them to, to love us, <laughs> not even to know their name, but... Um, <laughs> You know, you mentioned people that you know, and you mentioned, of course, uh, friends and whatnot, and, you know, trying to get them on the air. And that's always interesting because one thing we do a lot on this show, we do a lot of interviews. And ever since, you know, we brought yourself and some of the other talent on to 1640, we've been doing in-studio interviews, which Joe and I agree are probably the best part of this show. But to have people here live, uh, you know, just a part of the programming, and you can ask some questions and stuff, you know, you can have rotating co-hosts or whatever, whatever your plan is, um, it, it's interesting because... You know, you're switching up something that worked for you in the past, but you want to bring a, a different, like a fresh aspect to it. And, you know, man, the people in Newark, you know, they weren't in that the area where FDU was, so they weren't listening to it. So this is a, a whole new audience and listening base that you can you can reach. So that's a great thing. Definitely looking forward to it. And um, 
looking forward to connecting with the people that are listening out there. would love for people also to call up and, you know, just share what's on their heart. Again, just want it to be just pretty much open. And, but, you know, probably have different topics on different days. And, you know, I'm just going to keep everybody surprised for the next show because I still haven't said it fully 100%, so it's a surprise for me as well now. <laughs> well, you know, one thing that, that's a suggestion you could do, and, you know, we mentioned uh, off the air that right now with the, the calls, us not being able to take calls through a regular call screening machine because somebody decided, hey, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to leave the country. Uh, I have no names to mention. And I'm going to take the phone machine with me. But Nelson. what would be cool, Christine, this is something you could do either on your Facebook page or maybe, you know, whatever uh, other, I don't know if you have Twitter, whatever social media you have is maybe throw it out there to let you know, hey, to ask questions and things you can read on the air. So maybe you, somebody can't call in, but you can take a question from, I don't know, let's say your friend Jimmy. Jimmy wants to know, you know, what does the Bible say about this? And you can kind of flip that on there and, and you know, say, hey, this, this email comes from this person or this tweet comes from this person. Just, just to kind of, like, get that uh, audience interaction going. Definitely. I agree 100%. And, you know, we'll probably be a little silly on the show, too, at times, you know, because I'm a little bit silly. I'm just serious. A little bit. But... You know, probably gonna have a little bit of laughter as well, a little hee hee ha ha. You know what I mean? Are you so, are you moving in? You brought your luggage. Oh, I know. I brought like a. That's a really bag. big bag. It's like a bowling bag. Wow. But it serves as a purse, as people call it, but it really. <laughs> well, it looks like and a lethal weapon. It actually looks like there is a bowling ball in there. Are you going bowling? Is, I mean, um, is that what's going on? Is? You just have to be prepared. You never know when you're gonna encounter a bowling game. People on the street corners these days. And you you like, never know. <laughs> They're just always asking you yeah. for bowling. Yeah, what do you bowl? You know, what's your score? The, the, funny, <laughs> the funny thing is that the guy seated over there to your right was a big-time bowler. And, uh, you know, I had to hear for years and years about how he, you know, had his dynasty and winning championships and cheating to win. I mean, Joe, I know that bowl, you looked at that, and it brought back memories of your pink bowling bag. Yep, uh, Yankee dynasty in bowling is what we had back in the day, uh, you know, late 90s into the 2000s. Uh, we won four titles in nine years. Wow. So, uh, and then we finished in second two other years. Well, Joe so. forgot to mention there's only one other team in the league. So. Nah, there were 36 teams every year. So. Sure, Joe, sure. Yeah. 36 so, people or teams? Teams of five, so 180 people. Wow, that's a lot of people. That's a nice. lot of people. Very nice. So Kane probably lost a couple of those. She was probably in those tournaments also losing to you. Oh, I'm sure. So Catch the Spirit Blaze radio show. Christine airs next Tuesday, March 5th, from what, 5 to 6 p.m.? Yes, sir. That is correct. First time. I mean, just the fact that, and, you know, we talked about this before Christine came on the air, but the fact that we have all these different shows, and it's such a it's such a mix. You know, from uh, from four, 3.30 to 5, you're going to have Olga talking about all these different things that have to do with the Spanish community. Then you're going to have five to six sandwiched in between, uh, you know, Olga and Ken. Christine's show where, of course, she's going to be talking about God and she's going to be talking about, you know, music and, you know, things that are going on in the world today, uh, controversial topics possibly, maybe some not so <laughs> controversial topics as it were, things in the news, uh, you know, relative to the Word of God. And then after that, of course, you have the Ken Reedy show, and Ken is going to be on from six to seven, and then he's going to expand from six to eight. So Tuesday is going to be our night of just, we're kind of all over the place. We're reaching the Hispanics, we're reaching the Christians, we're reaching the, the wrestling wackos who are, who are listening to the programming. No offense to wrestling people, you're all nuts, as for Glenn Beck, but that's another story we can get to later. Um, but yeah, sir, it, it's going to be exciting. Very exciting. And uh, that takes us to Wednesday, hump day of the work week. And, you know, the main event, the icon, the showstopper, Pure Gold is 
continues to be on from 6 to 7.30 every Wednesday. Of course. With me and DG. So uh, one other show. It says paid programming here on my sheet, but well, explain what that is. Basically, folks, there's there's actually uh, there's some business dealings going on behind the scenes that uh, you know I can't let anybody be privy to, but as the program director, I'll be here tomorrow, and uh, we have a meeting with the church in another town nearby that wants to buy some uh, some time on the air. And the reason it's this paid program is because they're going to be paying to be on the air, and they're going to air their, their church program. I believe it's an Assemblies of God church, but of course we'll find out about that later. So, you know, they're going to be talking about the Word of God, but they're specifically coming from outside, not somebody that we know, and not somebody who, you know, is a friend or whatever the case is, a friend of the family, cousin, uncle, you know, cousin Vito, brother-in-law Vito, whatever. But um, that's a quote-unquote paid program. And I don't even know what it's called at this point. If we were on the tape, Dave literally said, like, you know, the classified information, but yet 30 seconds later he reveals everything about the show. <laughs> Except the name, because I don't know what the name is or who's going to be on it. Exactly. So that's Wednesday, paid programming. <laughs> Brought to you by Pure some, Gold. some church, I don't know. <laughs> Thursday brings like We're hoping it. they're not a cult, but, you know, we'll, we'll find out all together. <laughs> I no, 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 I'm, I'm sure they're great people. Yeah, we will see. No, no, we'll see, hopefully. Not, you know. Thursday brings in the John Paul Gonzalez show, what they call the all-in show. It's not a poker show, sir. It's an all-in show. Yes, sir. It's, it is the all-in show. It's with John Paul uh, Gonzalez. As, as mentioned, John Paul, the public speaker. He is a teacher. He is the man, the myth, the legend. He was an NCAA scoring champion back in the day. He's been on our show multiple times, and... Uh, you know, we're excited to have him on board. So he's doing his show from 7 to 8 on Thursday. And then after that, we are in the process. We are in the talks from 8 to 9 of having a, a sports talk show. I cannot – this is one show that, honestly, you know, there's not a lot of details. And I don't know what the name of the show would be, but there's two girls who were interested in coming on the airwaves and doing a, a sports show, you know, girls' perspective, I guess you could say. But, you know, hardcore sports fans, Devils, Rangers, everything else, Mets, so, you know, the Bears, they're going to talk about everything, football, base, uh, basketball, baseball, hockey, you know, you name it. And it'll be cool because right now you have a sports show, basically, you know, for the most part. Joe and I, you know, two guys, but then, of course, we have the female uh, flip side of that. So that's going to be exciting, sir. Very exciting. And then Friday, right now, is a little light. We have the Jimmy Danger show again. My mic went out. <laughs> and I cannot hear a thing. Oh, I heard that. So anyway, so Friday, we will have the, what, Jimmy Danger show on from 6 to 8 p.m. He does start off our new launch this Friday, and he'll be on again normally. What? No, wait. Friday is, is his launch day, but then his normal day is Monday, I believe, from 3 to 5 p.m., yeah, yeah, you're right, sir. It's going to be Monday from 3 to 5 p.m., and I'm I'm not sure what's going on here on this end, but... Um, oh, there we go. It looks like everything everything is working again, apparently. It just I, I don't know what happened. We had a power surge. I mean, I don't know if they're cutting the cake. I don't know. Super Bowl <laughs> blackout over yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Nelson, I hope you paid the bill for February, because we're definitely got you covered for March, April, May, June, July. <laughs> with what all were you the talking about before the power went out? This is the first for pure gold, folks. That's the first. But let me ask you this, a sir. A first. A first. Um, so if, if Nelson has paid the month of February, we've got the rest of the year covered because all this talent is definitely going to help oh, of with, course, especially, with advertisers. Especially Christine. She's going to start you know, opening the, the checkbook. She's going to get uh, you know, people just donating money left and right. Dollar, but, dollar bills, yeah. So not only has Dave found the new program director of 1640 AM, by the way. Wait, um, not wait only a second. Did, did, the, did the 1640 listening audience hear about Friday? Because I know you mentioned it. I know that our, 
our uh, audience through Blog Talk did, but Jimmy Danger Show is back on Friday, 6 to 8. Right now, that's all we have. But, sir, um, were you going to mention something else? Because there's also some other programming that we've been working on. Yes. I've been working on. Yes, that's a good segue because I was going to mention it, and uh, you cut me off as usual. Uh, Anti-bullying. <laughs> um, what I wanted to mention was not only is the shows, are, there's going to be a lot of live shows here on 1640 AM, but Dave has found some programming to put on from remote locations. I mean, we're talking from what, Boston, Massachusetts? Yes, sir. We I, I've made a connection through Pat, and uh, there's a there's a very, uh, you know, there's a 99% chance that we are going to have three different shows coming to us, one from California, one from New York, and one from Boston. Uh, that we're going to be simulcasting on the air. And, you know, big-name people, uh, you know, we're going to have a tap-out MMA show, of course. Uh, you know, we're trying to slot that in to have it Fridays. when. The, basically, what I'm trying to do is build content, not just when the, when the you know, of course, we're here in the studio, but there's going to be stuff simulcast when there's nobody in studio. It's going to be done elsewhere in, like Joe said, secret, undisclosed government facilities. Yes. So, you know, we're trying to slot in the MMA tap-out show on Fridays because the UFC pay-per-views, of course, are always on Saturdays. We just missed one this past weekend. Then, of course, we have the Evan Ginsberg show, um, which is, you know, Legends of Radio. That's exciting because Evan has been on the air for 25-plus years, um, you know, doing his thing, as it were. He's had some amazing guests. If you go to his website, legendsradio.net, you can literally see just hundreds of interviews that he has done with, you know, comedians like Tommy Jonigan, David Allen Greer, uh, you know, Paula Poundstone, you know, wrestlers like Nigel McGuinness. He was actually, Evan was actually a uh, producer on the movie The Wrestler. He was an assistant producer. He actually is also in the movie, sir. You know, there's a scene where Mickey Rourke is doing a convention. Uh, basically, it's like a bingo hall or something, and he's shaking hands with people. Yeah. I think it's a gym. He's one of the fans who's in there, but he, you know, again, assistant producer on this movie, which is a which is a big thing there. Um, excited about that. To have him on our airwaves, that's going to be awesome. And then on top of that, we're also going to have another show, which is more of an, you know, Evan's show is entertainment where he covers wrestling and everything else. But we're also going to have another show that deals with, you know, uh, some, some wrestling as well. And, of course, entertainment, entertainment. So that, that's your lineup, folks. Uh, right now, as it stands, uh, we're going to always look to add content throughout the week. Obviously, definitely maybe. Maybe, of course. Uh, but now, Joe, Joe gave you, not to cut you off again, but of course. Joe gave you an incomplete schedule because um, one of our acts, <laughs> one of our acts of apostles, of course, yes, it is. One of our people actually kind of bailed out at the last minute, so that's why the, the sports girls were we're trying to slot them in. And these other three shows that I've been working on will not be launching next week, but probably the following week. So next week, the original shows that you mentioned are going to be launching, and then we're going to start adding content little by little in March and April and so on. So it's it's an incomplete schedule right now, but eventually you're going to have you're talking ten, twelve uh, awesome shows, but none better than Fear Gold. So now, <laughs> what better way to uh, also mention for the fact that if uh, any advertisers that want to advertise on 1640, the new Ironbound Radio, with all this content, please contact our program director. Give us an email address that they can contact you. Folks, if you'd like to uh, spend your money on these these wonderful areas, and, and trust me, you know, Joe and I, we talk it up, but you're, you're talking about, you're talking about double-digit shows, going from one, basically one show on the air, to just multiplying that times 10 to have all these different facets. You know, you're going to have uh, religious programming. You're going to have music programming. You're going to have Spanish programming. You're going to have uh, Portuguese programming. You're going to have wrestling. You're going to have sports. You're going to have everything and anything. It's told like it is, you know, here on the station. You're talking about your your audience is going to grow. You know, our show averages over 1,000. Ken Reedy's show averages 1,000. We're talking thousands of listeners, an influx of listeners coming in. 
So it's the time to advertise here at 1640. Get on the ground floor. We have some pure gold packages there. And that email address, if you'd like to get a hold of me, ir1640amradio at yahoo.com. Once again, ir1640amradio at yahoo.com. That's the one thing that I want to reiterate, and Dave is pretty modest, and he's, he probably went over it a little bit fast, is the fact that the prices <laughs> are – we understand that t- times are tough and it's hard to advertise on radio – but um, honestly, when we break down the price with you, if you want to discuss, uh, you know, brass tax and money, dollars and cents, uh, you could you could really get your bang for your buck at this point because Dave's prices uh, that he's come up with for the price list, uh, introductory price list, let me mention, is really sweet. I mean, you're talking about sometimes that two dollars when you divide the uh, n- number of spots per month, divide by the cost. I mean, you could get a two dollar spot for your advertising. That's a great deal, sir. As you yawn. <laughs> yes, all this talking gets me tired. Yeah. It is a great deal. Why? Because, again, our show, we average over 1,000. We've gotten close to 3,000 listens. Um, you're talking uh, thousands of new ears coming into the station, hundreds and thousands of new ears coming in that were not here before. They're going to be listening to all of our ads. They're going to be listening to our programming. They're going to, Even if it's after the fact, they're going to be hearing it on Blog Talk Radio. They're going to be hearing it on IR1640AMRadio.com. They're going to be hearing it on PureGoldPG.com. They're going to be hearing it on TheCanRadioShow.com. You're talking about all these different websites, and they're all going to be plugging 1640. So the, the amount of, of spots that you get advertising, it's it's literally, it's to get your foot in the door, and it's introductory special pure gold packages, but it it's too sweet, sir. It really is. Now, Christine, uh, I think we're going to take a break now. We're going to get back to our normal content that I have on our rundown. But did you, uh, let me ask you, because we're going to talk some entertainment too. Did you watch the Oscars on Sunday? I actually did not watch the Oscars. All right, I'm going to get you hearing all about it. I'm going to get I'm going to want your take on some of the things that we're going to go over, but we're going to take a time out. He's going to find some spots. We'll come back. We'll talk wrestling. So hopefully the last soundbite you hear is a Josh Eisenberg soundbite because that's my favorite. We'll talk about wrestling on the way back uh, right after this, folks. I'm Kristen Ledlow, Southeast Field reporter for Fox Sports Next, and you are listening to Pure Gold. You are listening to Pure Gold Radio. I am actress Laura Jean Salerno, and they are David and Joe, and they are bringing you all the upcoming yes, inside exclusive information on everything sports and entertainment ever. Check out Pure Gold Radio for a fresh take on sports and entertainment. David and Joe are informative, prolific, and funny. Enjoy a variety of guests and perspectives. Tune in to catch me live, pro wrestler, actress, producer, Francesca Zappacelli, at puregoldpg.com. And I have to play this spot because I was actually talking to him today. Hi, this is Lauren Lester, and you are listening to Pure Gold. (laughs) And we are back with no wrestling spot, with no Josh Eisenberg spot, because I am sick and tired of playing that every single week. Get over it. Continue, sir. All right, so we're on the road to WrestleMania. Obviously, definitely, maybe. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought we were going to talk about the Oscars. No, I said wrestling when we come back. So we're going to talk about wrestling? Yes. And why are we talking? Christina's still here. Why are we talking about the Oscars? Why? Huh. Why? Uh, you're saying the whole show, you have to leave. You know what? Are you guys kicking me off? Because no. Because you know what? That is like... No, we're not kicking uh, you off, but I know you had told me beforehand that you had some things you had to do, uh, some business transactions. I know, transactions. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. So if you have to I'm leave, we can talk. To leave. You do have to leave? 
Yeah, my actually, uh, my friend Ashley made me the godmother of her baby, and she had a baby on Sunday, so I would like to go see her and meet my godson. So Aww. that's why I just wanted to stop by and say hello to you guys, talk about the show. Thank you for having me, and Hi. I do want to go see her. Pleasure. Yeah. Well, Christine, before you do go, since Joe mentioned it, um, you want to touch on a topic or two right before... Before we have Christine. Well, the Oscars is probably the second most viewed or the most viewed TV program of the year next to the Super Bowl. Uh, It seems like everyone makes a big deal of it. I find it to be uh, utterly boring, the awards. Um, Everyone really talks about the the pre-show, what people are wearing, what designer. Oh, uh, she's really nicely dressed. He's really, uh, he is and she is or whatever. My take is, my question to you is about the Oscars is that um, the 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 awards are boring, yes, but you at least pay attention to what the actresses are, are wearing for this year, and uh, try hey, to then. I mean, do you model yourself, Christine? Huh. You going out there and saying, "Well, Halle Berry's wearing this nice sequin dress. Let yes, me go absolutely. get that." Yes, absolutely. Didn't you see what I'm wearing now? I'm wearing Halle Berry's dress. Like, you know, yeah, don't you see? I Dave? had to wear it for the listeners since I mean they can't see me, but they can imagine. Of course, of course. So, John I mean, Cena. Yes, yes. And I noticed that you're also wearing um, something inspired a suit off of Holly Berry's dress. Oh yeah, of definitely. Course. And Joe, of course, is wearing a nice Justin Bieber tuxedo. I mean, we're here. We dress up every time. We are professional, a professional, professional. But yeah, so you mentioned dressing and stuff like that. I mean. Christine, what do you think about that? What do you think about the fact that people pay so much attention to celebrities and what they wear? And again, I I, I look at it. The sad thing is I actually check it out when Yahoo does those articles. Of, <laughs> you know, this person is dressed great F or whatever, like horrible, disgusting dress that doesn't match. What do you think about that whole celebrity aspect? Well, as far as you're talking about the people critiquing them, I think sometimes they're, it can be a little harsh. I think sometimes they're looking for things to critique just to critique. I'm like, okay, sometimes you're like, that is absolutely horrible, that dress. And I'm like, um, okay, I guess so, if you think so. I don't know. I mean, whatever. I'm not an expert. I like looking at fashion and stuff, but, uh, I don't know. I'm not really, uh, strongly for it or against it. I'm just like, you're okay. Yeah, you're an A pro or con? Yeah, you're an A. I think it's cool. You know, I don't go out of my way to find out who's wearing what, but whatever. I don't know what Joe does, right, Joe? <laughs> Right. So uh, another thing about the Oscars, and I'll get both your uh, take on this, is that, you know, I'm a pretty big Batman fan of the movies. And Anne Hathaway won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, Anne Hathaway, probably the modern-day Audrey Hepburn. Agree to disagree? Well, I don't don't know if I could say she's the modern-day Audrey Hepburn, sir. But, uh, I mean, she's a good actress. I'm, I'm not a fan of her political views, which, to me... That always, I gotta, I gotta say this, that always turns me off to an actor, actress, because, you know, like, I think what George Clooney does in, like, the, in Africa and all that stuff, that's great. Um, Matt Damon has this hilarious thing, you know, water, but he's really trying to bring, uh, you know, he's trying to bring more attention to the fact that most people in the world don't have clean running water. That stuff is great, but when they're doing their political stuff and, you know, Anne Hathaway and, you know, just pushing certain agendas, I don't like that stuff. I don't need my actors or actresses telling me, you know, how to vote and, uh, you know, this person, and, you know, just we should support everything. I, you know, as a Christian, as somebody who has my personal beliefs, I like to stick to them, and I just, I've always wanted the movies and stuff to be separate. But I don't know how you can equate Audrey Hepburn, sir. I mean, she's, you know, from what I you've seen Les Mis, right? Not, did you watch the movie, or you've seen the play, at least? I've right? seen the play, yes. Apparently, she's not even in the movie for all that long, and somehow she was a supporting actress. And, did you see the movie, Dana? No, I did not oh, see the movie. Did you see the movie? I did see the movie. I really, actually, I Somebody really saw liked, the movie here. That's good. Yeah, I, I like the movie. Actually, I, she was one of my favorite actresses in the movie. But I agree with you what you're saying. Sometimes, you know, 
you disagree with certain people's politics, and I could kind of turn you off to certain things. But I think, yeah, as far as, as far as her role in the movie, I think she did a really good job. You should check it out. And that movie is really cool. It deals a lot with, like, the grace of God and stuff. So. Do you think that she was uh, deserving? deserving? Um, yeah, I think she did really good in it. Like, it's very, the role, I mean, the, it's just the role itself. Did you ever see the play? I know, I know what it's about. Yeah, I've so seen. I mean, no, I've seen it. I think I think I saw a production at your wife's school, Joe. I'm pretty sure I saw. That. Yeah, French Revolution. I think she did. Yeah, I think she was one of the best actresses in the film, and um, like, yeah, I think she was deserving of it as far as her acting role. I mean, just my opinion, but check it out, see what you think, you know. And did you watch a more important movie? Did you watch uh, The Dark Knight Rises? Because she was yeah, in that, that movie was as well. Awesome. I hated that movie. No, you didn't like it. She was great. I thought she was great in that movie. Okay. Yeah, I like that one better than uh, the second one, the second Batman. Oh, my God. So that's all, right. all the time we have for Dave. He's going to have to leave the uh, studio right now. Before Dave blows a guest oh, in here. Geez. No, why? You like the second Batman better? Uh, I can't it's even It's probably the talk. best movie ever made. It <laughs> is the best movie ever made. Oh, I like the, I like the third one. Oh, that's it. Well, Christine, Cut her mic. Well, I'm taking my bowling bag and getting out of here. All right, Christine. No, but seriously, bowling. Christine, uh, I know that's a funny way to end uh, the segment, but we thank you for joining us. Yes, and, of course, you, you have to go. Uh, see your your godson, and you know, make sure he, he keeps the PG and take him take a PG shirt for him or something. Um, you know, huh. congratulations to your friend, of course, and uh, you know her her husband and everything going on in her life. You know, you and I spoke off the air, of course. It's, it's just I'm happy for her. That things are going well. And what's the baby? I mean, can you can you reveal the name of the baby? Is there like is there like a you know are we talking like secret? You don't have to last names or anything, but first name, middle name, anything. Um, he actually has a tribal name because we're trying to, you know, not be too mainstream, like pretty much hipster. So his name is. Okay, no, his name is um. Christian. Christian? Yeah, you know, very holy.
but you can't have him posted every year because it, I think it'd be a bit too much. Uh, and it's Billy Crystal. He thinks Billy Crystal. That's Billy Crystal, but wasn't he the host like six or seven times? He has been the host a lot. I think Bob Pope has the record for most, um, you know, appearances on the Oscars as the host. But you know, I I also think like giving somebody like Jerry Seinfeld a chance would be interesting. Even maybe somebody like uh, Alec Baldwin. People like that, I think, are pretty funny. I think they do a much better job than Seth Rollins. Oh, I can't stand Alec Baldwin. Liberal slob. That's good to know that I asked you. Um, so, you know, <laughs> Billy Crystal is definitely somebody that, uh, you know, if it's like round numbers, 85th annual Oscar Awards, you want to bring out your best. You, 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 you should bring should, out 85-year-old. Yeah, you should bring out Billy Crystal. Betty uh, White should have been the host <laughs> of the Oscars. Yeah, right? Betty White is great. So was, uh, you know, her show on Tuesday nights tonight, actually, right after Pure Gold, uh, off the rockers. Oh, speaking <laughs> of off the rockers, one of our uh, past guests, the lovely, the talented, yeah. Laura Jean Salerno was on that program, and she, I mean, she's her part is short. It's in episode six. She did a great job. I, I love Laura Jean. I think she's great. Um, and super talented girl. And so of course, I, she's going to make it famous, and she'll be, a, you know, the full time co host of Pure Gold. <laughs> right. Sorry to be here at Joe. Right. But, um, yeah, Betty White is, is an interesting character. I've heard quite a few things about her. Yeah. So I, I watched the show. It's pretty funny how senior citizens, her, her clan of uh, actors and actresses, play pranks on, on the youth of America. It's, it's it's pretty funny. Catch it on NBC. I think from 8 to 9 uh, half-hour shows on NBC tonight, Tuesday night. That's a nice little plug there, Betty White. I want some money coming our way. So, um, good segue. You mentioned Lauren Lester, and what better way to introduce this next topic? If we had Hans here, who we fired, by the way, because Hans is never wanna, it never will come on the show again uh, after the, the tirade me and him had over texting uh, hey Hans, can you come in and talk about a Robin getting killed off? That's the big news, folks. And he's like, No, I, I'm at the gym. I'm like, I didn't even know you liked the guy named Jim. I mean, who, who's Jim? <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have you come on pure gold. No, yeah, I, I'm at the gym. And so whatever, Hans, you're fired. Um, don't don't ever uh, text me again because you, you're worthless. But the the big news, sir. <laughs> tomorrow's article, uh, tomorrow's uh, comic book, Robin. Um, Basically, uh, what's his name? Damian, Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne, the son of Bruce Wayne. Son of Bruce and Taya is being killed off in a uh, the, the new Batman comic book. is called Batman Incorporated Shelves Tomorrow. By the way, my birthday is tomorrow. How about that? Yes, it is. So how old are you turning, by the way? 36. Uh, wow. ha- happy birthday to me because I never liked Robin as a sidekick to Batman, so that's a nice little birthday present. What do you think, sir? It's more controversy, obviously, definitely, maybe, when you kill off a character. They've killed off uh, another Robin, Jason Todd, yeah. in the 80s with uh, Death in the Family. What do you think about this one? Do you think it's uh, apropos? I, I think it's stupid, you know, and see, this is my issue, and, you know, Hans and I were talking about this off the air. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still friends with the guy. My problem with this is that this is a way just to get people to talk, and, and I don't like controversy for the sake of controversy. When Superman was killed... I mean, tied into the story, it is what it is. Then they go and, uh, you know, years ago, which is basically when I stopped collecting comics for the most part, Spider-Man and Mary Jane have been married since 1986. They got married at Shea Stadium, by the way. And then all of a sudden, like 20 years later, they decide, you know what, we're going to unmarry them and we're going to have this whole thing be be completely eliminated just to make Peter Basser again, totally destroying 20 years of history for no reason. Then, now Superman has been de-aged and he and Lois are not married. And now, I didn't like the idea of Bruce having a son, with Talia, now he has a son, and they're killing him off. I just don't get it. Um, the article that I read basically said there's no, there's, you know, there's, there will be another Robin eventually because Batman needs a sidekick, blah, blah, blah. I think it's dumb. I've never liked these types of stories. I've never liked killing characters for the sake of killing them. You tell me, sir, what purpose does it serve? 
It, it serves, I don't know, I mean, if you want a spoiler alert, uh, he's what? Killed off by a brother, quote-unquote, clone from his genetic material. Batman does not make the save this time and arrives too late to save his protege. How is he his protege? He's 10 years old. That's so stupid. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too, is that it basically made him a small child, <laughs> right. which I don't understand. <laughs> and he's 10 years old. Batman has an age, but someone has a 10-year-old son. I just, it's just stupid. To me, it's just dumb. Um, you know, killing this character off. You got Tim Drake, who was the last Robin. He's off doing something, or the last main Robin, doing something else. There was a female Robin. Um, you know, there's just been so many different Robins in the world. Of course, Dick Grayson, the character that Lauren Lester played. Nice segue back into Lauren Lester. Um, you know, to me, it's just bad. It's bad everything. It's bad press. It's just the, the fact that DC wants something different. They can't get their movies right, so they figure what the hell it's trying to mess with the comics. And I think uh, they need to leave this stuff alone, sir. What do you think Lauren Lester, if we had him on the show tonight, what would you say? You would say, this is... Lauren Lester, better known as Dick Grayson. Well, and we're not, not fighting crime, I'm listening to pure gold. I could just play, play the clip instead of oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> the interesting thing is that he told me, he, I just got interviewed by TMZ about them killing Damian Wayne. How crazy is that? I mean, you tell me, sir. Lauren is, he, he's hip, he knows the deal. So what what was his take, though? I mean, He didn't tell me. I, don't, I mean, I can't imagine any likes the fact that they killed him. Maybe he's thinking, this is my way to get back into the Batman universe somehow. <laughs> Well, his name is back on the the forefront. I mean, they, TMZ interviewed Lauren Lester about uh, you know killing off Robin, the comic book uh, character, the ten year old. So that's got to be some you know any press is good press. They usually say, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So um, some other quick nuggets before we take another break, and we'll talk wrestling. We'll talk sports to end the show. Uh, and these are you know you know they don't segue at all, sir. I just want to get your take on it. When do they ever segue into anything? Yeah, that's true. Um, there was an awkward moment at the Daytona 500. First, let's mention that Dana, Danica Patrick was, was the pole sitter at the Daytona 500. She finished eighth. I watched most of the race and fast-forward because I, I DVR'd it. I thought she had a pretty good race, considering I don't know anything about sports racing. Uh, I, I think that she didn't, make it, she didn't take any chances, but she definitely had a good race. She finished eighth. She also set a record for being the first lady in um, NASCAR history to lead a lap in the Daytona 500. Congratulations, Danica. And the one awkward moment is that 50 Cent, which is not even, he's not even worth Betty. 50 Cent, <laughs> tried to smooch your favorite girlfriend other than your baby mama, Eric Andrews. So Erica? Eric Andrews. You mean Aaron Andrews? Right, her. Aaron Andrews. I, you know, I've never understood the appeal of Aaron Andrews. I'm not saying she's ugly. She's not an ugly woman, but I don't understand why, you know, everyone makes such a big deal about her. Person. Just an awkward moment on TV. I actually caught that. He was trying to get a kiss from her. She's like trying to move away from him. It's really crowded in the whole pit row area. So it it was interesting to Wait, see. Wait, radio row? No, pit row. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw that online. On uh, I had to watch it on Yahoo, uh, YouTube because Yahoo the art the thing was loading. It was it was weird. You know, you could tell she was kind of like put off by, it, but she was trying to move forward and she still talked to him or whatever. But the fact that then he goes and follows her. You know, all over the place. Oh, what are you doing here? I don't know, Aaron. I'm watching. I'm watching car racing. Why the hell else would I be here? Exactly. I thought that was dumb. And again, I don't understand the appeal of Aaron Andrews, but you could tell he was he was trying to kiss her, and it was it was very awkward, sir. Yeah, I felt very bad for her. And I know uh, you felt uncomfortable. I know it did not do anything. For yeah, you. It, I was definitely uncomfortable. If if I was uncomfortable, a lot of people were uncomfortable with that little uh, spot there. Of course, with you speak set. for the people. Right, I do. Um, you were like John Laurinaitis, people power. People power. And he almost talks like Lauren Lester. Oh, power, power, power. Um, so the one other thing is... Shut up! <laughs> what's interesting is that on my birthday is the last day 
of the Pope's uh, what papacy? 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 Yeah. Papacy. Uh, February twenty seventh tomorrow. Do you think there's any uh, there's any uh, truth to the fact that he's retiring because of the show that we did a couple weeks ago <laughs> that got some amazing listen? No, but I, what I wanted to ask you was that. It seems like he's not really retiring uh, from the Pope because, as you know, when you're a Pope, you're a Pope for life. That's right, folks. You are a Pope for life. It seems like there's scandal. And what? We're talking about the Roman Catholic Church scandal? What? Scandal? What? What? Playoffs? 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 We need to get a Pope clip or something. We need Pope Benedict to come on and talk about the potential scandal. I'm starting to really think, sir that he's really leaving, and he's trying to leave faster than even... Faster uh, than Vin Diesel and Fast and the Furious he's, he's trying to leave faster than March 23rd, <laughs> which is when they're supposed to name a Pope, or March 21st. He's actually telling the um, the Cardinals to meet earlier so they can get a decision faster. Yeah, Cardinals, I gotta get the hell out of here. Let's make this happen quick. I think there's a big scandal that's going to be uncovered after he leaves, and he's going to... And obviously, the, the Roman Catholic Church is probably the most corrupt business Besides the mafia in the world, <laughs> probably more corrupt than the mafia at well, this point. Well, sir, think about it. I'm, your boy, Timothy Dolan, you were saying that you were extolling his virtues, that he should be the pope, that he should be the president. I mean, and he's in, he's not that he's involved in the scandal, but he was going to be uh, sequestered, yeah. and he was going to be uh, you know questioned about it. I think he avoided that like the plague, sir. What I forgot is that you have to like speak like eight different languages to be the pope, and I don't think it, Timothy Dolan knows. Anything other than English and American, I think I don't think he speaks English anything. English and American. I think that's the only two languages he really speaks about. So, uh, folks, only here in pure gold can you get a, a lesson: English <laughs> and American. Oh, and uh, Newarkians. <laughs> don't forget, yeah, don't forget that. <laughs> Newarkians. So, sir, um, that's all the nuggets I have. Um, I want to take one last break at the top of the hour. You listen to Pure Gold seven one four three six four four seven two one. We'll get back on, and we'll talk about wrestling uh, at the top of the hour, and we'll break down a couple other things that are happening in the four major sports. You listen to Pure Gold, and we will be right back after this. This is Josh Eisenberg from ChairShot Reality on WrestleZone.com. Tune in each week to Pure Gold Radio with Dave and Joe as they talk about professional wrestling, music, movies, whatever's on your mind, they'll get to it. Pure Gold Radio, Dave and Joe, the best out there, laying the smackdown each week. That's Pure Gold Radio. Hi, this is Heather Lynn, 32 Fantastic Manager Extraordinaire. Make sure and tune in every Wednesday to Pure Gold Radio Show and check out the archives at puregoldpg.com and make sure you check mine out. You might learn a thing or two from some of the biggest brains in the business. This is Alicia from WSC Wrestling and you're listening to Pure Gold. And folks, we are back. Wait, as a matter of fact, I'm sorry. Live I, I always, yeah, I always forget to play this clip. And uh, we played Brittany Don Brandon earlier, so let's play the lovely Ana Rodriguez. Live from 1640 AM Ironbound Radio in Newark, New Jersey, it's Pure Gold with your host, David and Joe. And folks, we're back. Newark, as Anna would like to say, 714-364-4721. And we have a, we're going to have a guest in a couple of weeks. Her name is Ada Marie, and she is a wrestler. She knows Alicia. They've never uh, hooked up in the squared circle as of yet. We're going to have an independent wrestler who was, uh, you know, kind of pushed on us by, uh, you know, promoted, as it were, to us through one of our loyal listeners, uh, our boy J.P. Zamet, who is a guy that I usually talk to on Facebook. So big out, big props to him. He's probably blushing and embarrassed right now. <laughs> big props. 
So before we had, uh, you know, I thought we were going to talk wrestling when Christine was here, but she had to leave, so we got to entertainment. We're talking wrestling now for the next couple of minutes. Um, the, yeah. road, the road to WrestleMania is uh, full force. We're going straight to MetLife Stadium. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of coverage here on 1640 AM Ironbound Radio coming up next week, you know, with the, the Three Kings show, the Ken Reedy show. And, you know, we like to talk wrestling uh, especially during this time of year, because it's probably the best time of year for wrestling fans, the road to WrestleMania, leading up to WrestleMania. We are trying to get ourselves into the actual event to give you some exclusive coverage. I know Ken Reedy will be there to um, enjoy the event, but he won't be covering the event. So Pure Gold will try to get there and make it sure that you, you know, we got you covered from top to bottom. WrestleMania 29 is only about a month away, a month and a couple of days away. Sir, last night Raw, I got to admit... Um, Admit it, sir. Testify. Testify. Raw was actually pretty good because it had a couple good matches. You know, you had the main event between Rock, Rock, you had John Cena <laughs> and CM Punk. Yes, Rock wrestled last night. You know, basically CM Punk cut this stupid promo last week how Cena doesn't deserve the title shot, even though he lost cleanly to Rock at Elimination Chamber. So somehow Rock gets coerced. Uh, the John Cena gets coerced. You can't stop saying Rock, sir. Yeah, I got Rock on my mind. Uh, CM Punk coerces John Cena to put up his number one contendership for the WWE title. Which, of course, always makes sense. Which yeah. always makes sense. It's like the Randy Orton thing. Let, let's let's play one more uh, Randy Orton-John Cena segment. You beat me last night clean, John Cena. For the third time in a row. For the third time in a row. But I deserve a touch shot because I have more tattoos than you. Uh, <coughs> fine. You get the title shot again. Because you have more tattoos, and because I beat you 12 matches in a row. Those are the type of stupid segments that Randy Orton and John Cena had. But last night, there was a, actually a really good match between John Cena and CM Punk. What I don't understand is that John Cena beat CM Punk cleanly, and this could only mean that they have other plans for John, uh, CM Punk at this point. Um, I guess he's going to fight Taker. That's a rumor that you've heard, sir. Um, the match was really good. I don't think you, uh, did you catch it on YouTube at all? No, I have not caught it on YouTube yet, sir. Not yet. but the I match... was too busy watching NWO The Revolution last night. Oh, okay. Netflix. My bad. So the, the match was really good between the two. So you have John Cena beating CM Punk, and it's official now, folks. You have Rock and John Cena 2, but this time the one little asterisk is for the WWE title, and it's going to be at MetLife Stadium. So that's your main event for WrestleMania. That is set. The other thing that was very predictable last night, sir, is that Vince McMahon came down on crutches after, I guess, hip surgery, and challenged uh, Paul Heyman to a match, and basically berated him for a couple minutes, and then decided to use the crutch and start beating on him. Lo and behold, shocker, spoiler alert, Brock Lesnar comes out and just wants to dismantle Vince Man. But again, what happens? We hear the music. Mr. Son-in-Law himself, Triple H, comes out. They have a little nice little uh, fight for about three or four minutes. Uh, I don't think Brock Lesnar was intentionally cut open, but he was cut open by Triple H last night, and he was gushing blood big time. If you pull up a picture on WWE.com, sir, you could show the uh, audience, if we had a webcam, we could show them the blood that was coming out of Brock Lesnar's forehead. It was crazy. So, you know, real shocker right there. You have CM, uh, you have Brock against Triple H, uh, probably at WrestleMania, most definitely at WrestleMania, actually. And these two guys will feud all the way till then. But, you know, who wants to see... Like you told me off the air, sir, who wants to see Triple H and Brock Lesnar again, especially at WrestleMania? Triple H and Brock Lesnar. And Vince McMahon. I don't know. Honestly, Joe, you and I have talked about this ad nauseum. I'm not saying these guys aren't talented. I, I happen to like both guys, even though I've said on the air many times I don't like Brock Lesnar, but I actually do like Brock Lesnar. 
Um, I honestly I don't understand why they have to push this at WrestleMania again. Apparently, Brock and Rock are going to be wrestling at SummerSlam. That's a that's a big thing there. Which of course last year would have been perfect because it would have been the 10 year anniversary of the time where Brock Lesnar defeated the, the Rock for the WWE titles, first WWE Championship, uh, back in August of, of 2002. But I don't understand the need to have this match again. It happened, you know, at uh, SummerSlam, right? And then yeah. here we are at WrestleMania. Why? I just, I don't know. And the fact that the WWE is ignoring, like, 10 years of bad blood between Triple H and Vince McMahon on the air because, of course, off the air, that their father-in-law and son-in-law, stupid. <laughs> stupid. So, yeah, you got that match pretty much locked up for WrestleMania. You got, um, what's interesting, too, is uh, Jack Swagger was on TV last night again, and I thought after the incident that happened last Monday... Uh, Jack Swagger would be either suspended or fired or something, but he was on TV again. So right now, as it stands, we still have Albert Del Rio defending the World Heavyweight title against um, Jack Swagger, the uh, un-American American, sir. Uh, do you think that Jack Swagger is going to make the WrestleMania at this point? or, or, or I think he will. I think the WWE may be stupid this on the road because they're getting so much attention. Sir, because yesterday they were at Glenn Beck Studios, and of course, Glenn Beck, conservative Mormon uh, pundit, talk yeah. show pundit. What happened with that? He, uh, Michael Cole did a pretty good job. I thought it was funny. You know, I do, I like Glenn Beck, and of course, uh, people are going to probably rip me here in the, the Newark area, the libs, like uh, your boy, Nelson. Right. But, you know, I like uh, Glenn Beck. He has a shtick, but, he, you know, he comes across as so so ignorant and so uneducated when he's talking about wrestling. To me, it's just bothersome. It's something that, you know what, if you don't know about it, don't talk about it in, in that huge public forum. Like me, I don't like our president, and, I, you know, I'll say whatever I want. But you're not going to hear me getting into huge foreign policy debates, uh, you know, ad nauseum and just sounding like an uneducated fool. The political stuff that we have mentioned is usually religious-related on my end. But you know what, Glenn Beck, I think you should just stick to what you know or stick to what you think you know and don't talk about wrestling because you basically they did insult the characters. Sir, there's this great promo that you have got to watch. And I mean you absolutely, positively, definitely, maybe have to watch it. I put it on the Pure Gold but, um, Facebook it's a promo cut by your boy Zeb Coulter, who is your uncle, and Jack Swagger, and they basically break. They actually break character in the middle of it, and you can see the green screen. You can see everything else going on. The camera goes to the side, and they address Glenn Beck as their real names, which is Jake Hager for Jack Swagger, and um, I forget William McKeon or something, something to that effect, with uh, AKA Dutch Mantel, AKA Zeb Coulter, right. and they even refer to Alberto Del Rio as Jose Rodriguez, and I think his real name is Albert Rodriguez, but I'm, you know, I'm not sure. I guess I can kind of get to that later. But the fact that there was such a, such an uproar, and the fact that they, they got to that point, you know, and you have people, the WWE smartly addressing the fact that, you know, this, this is a product. They're basically saying, you know, Wayne Keon, we're characters, and we're, you know, this is an act, and this is not real, Glenn. And they did it in a smart manner, a very smart, intelligent manner. And to have Michael Cole then go yesterday to the, to the studios of Glenn Beck at the Blaze up in, I think it was in Texas, I'm not sure. And, of course, they were thrown out and stuff. But WWE, I think, is capitalizing on this attention well. They're doing a good job. And, yeah, it may be a knock for Sam the Tea Party, quote-unquote, but it's political, and it gets people to talk. And it's great to have the he. I think it's a great character, personally. What about you, sir? No, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I, I'm just wondering if Glenn Beck is like being paid by Vince McMahon to create more controversy and more, um, you know, news in the news, uh, or is he just really ripping wrestling? Because I thought Glenn Beck actually liked wrestling at one point, but uh, you know, I could be mistaken. No, apparently he doesn't. He was he was he's there to rip wrestling, and I just don't understand the point 
of going off, you know, off on a limb and talking about, you know, insulting the fans and insulting the product. And, you know, a lot of people watch wrestling. We may rip it, but a lot of people watch it. So I think, and I'm sure a lot of people who may like him watch wrestling as well. So you got to be careful. Don't insult the audience. Don't insult the, the listeners and the viewers. I agree with you. Uh, other things about last night, Monday Night Raw, is that it looks like we'll have a Sheamus versus Barrett uh, Intercontinental title. And you got a lot of different people, like the Mid-Carters, Dolph Ziggler, Chris Jericho, you know, Kane and um, Daniel Bryan, the tag team champions. Uh, it'd be interesting to see where they fit in. If Taker actually is ready and fit to wrestle, it'd be interesting to see if he gets put into a match. At this point, it would be probably CM Punk against Taker. So the one thing that also uh, last night had was another inductee of the Hall of Fame. And at first, I was actually against it, but now it made a lot of sense to induct this man in. Um, Mr. Donald Trump will be inducted into this year, and I, I really think that it, he's worthy of being inducted, not because of his current stuff that he did with, you know, the feud with Vince McMahon, but, you know, he was the first <coughs> first promoter or first uh, person to bring WrestleMania back, back-to-back play, uh, years, WrestleMania 4 and 5 to Trump Plaza, so he really contributed to wrestling in the 80s, sir. Um, he believed in, in the product. He believed in Vince McMahon, so Donald Trump, what I don't understand, again, is, and I know Ken Reeves harped on it, how does like they have a celebrity uh, wing of the Hall of Fame, and yet you don't? I have love to... that there's a wing. If there's no physical location, but somehow there's there's a wing. wing. <laughs> there's a separate wing. I don't understand. I think that wing is Coco Beware's wing. Yeah, Drew Carey and Coco Beware should be never inducted to the Hall of Fame. But you have people like Cindy Lauper. I I don't know if she's like against. Being I actually inducted. thought Cindy was going to get inducted this year. Yeah, it made sense, right? But maybe WrestleMania 30. Maybe. Because that that would make more sense too. Maybe definitely, obviously. Uh, but him, her and Andy Kaufman, the person that really brought wrestling into the, uh, you know, mainstream attention, yeah. yeah, should have been inducted, in my opinion, and Ken Reed's opinion. So Raw was interesting, and again, um, they announced yes last week to a press conference, WrestleMania 30 will not be in the tri-state area. It will be in New Orleans, the Superdome. Um, I think Baltimore Jack, <laughs> Baltimore Joe. Is very is very uh, excited about that. Baltimore Joe, Baltimore Jack. Baltimore Jack is a song from Bruce Springsteen. Uh, sorry, I got Bruce on my mind. Um, so WrestleMania 30 will be at New Orleans next year. Vince had a big press conference. The Rock was there, um, you know, debuting the spinner belt again, I guess. Uh, but you know that belt, the real belt wasn't introduced yet. And Dave just cuts off my mic, and we're back on. <laughs> Wait, did, did we did we talk about that last week? Briefly. The belt thing. Yeah, we talked about the belt. <laughs> uh, the new belt, I just want to make sure. So uh, that's all the wrestling uh, topics that I have. Do you have any at all, sir, before I go into the baseball, some hockey, some basketball, some football? Hell no. Hell to the no. You listen to Pure Gold Radio, 714-364-4721. Mere days away from the new launch, the new program director, Dave Gomez, is excited. Mr. David Gomez, sir. Live He's... from 1640 AM Ironbound Radio in Newark, New Jersey, this is Pure Gold with your host, David and Joe. Dave's getting a little silly. It must be past his bedtime. Oh, you have no idea. I didn't sleep much last night. I was up watching Arrested Development, folks, on Netflix. One of the greatest comedies of all time. This show is hilarious. Um, maybe I shouldn't even Maybe I shouldn't even be promoting this show. I don't want the kids at my church to watch this show. But... I, I think it's a you know it's a funny show and Netflix is great and just the fact that you can watch an entire show in a sitting or you can go episode upon episode upon episode on demand viewing it's the wave of the future folks get on the Netflix bandwagon woo folks that is your new program director Mr. David Gomez of Pure Gold uh, and also of Iron Bound Radio 1640 AM 
Sir, let me ask you a question. Oh, we talked about boy. this off the air. Oh, boy. How nuts are you? I know you meant this. How nuts would you go if we get an email back from the WWE uh, media credential department saying you have been accepted and you <laughs> both will be going to WrestleMania? <laughs> Here's the funny thing about that book. media, the first time we ever, ever go to the WWE, to a WrestleMania event will be as media. Woo! <laughs> See, this, I didn't think we were going to talk about this on there, but we might as well mention that today uh, we applied oh, for media about, credentials. I forgot about that. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I, I literally slept three hours last night watching TV and watching yeah. all this crap. So we applied for media credentials through, first we thought MetLife was going to provide the media credentials for WrestleMania. Contact a big shout out to Nicole Fountain. Fountain, lovely woman. I don't even know what Nicole looks like, but she's a lovely woman. I'm sure Joe's gonna reach out to her. And folks, I gotta give I gotta give props. If this pans out, and even if it doesn't pan out, I have to give on air props to my co-host and lifelong enemy. I mean, friend Joe Bacino, because this guy took it upon himself. This is what I would normally do. He took it upon himself to say, I'm gonna reach out and see what if we can get media credentials with this show. I know that Nelson is allegedly working on getting us media credentials for the Red Bulls. Yep. But this, sir, this <laughs> is truly above and beyond to, to get media credentials for WrestleMania. If you can get them, sir, you are the man. And the fact that you took it upon yourself, we had, we had talked about stuff, but we had never thought about it. If you can hit up Nicole, if we can get media credentials for the Giants, for the Jets, you are talking a whole new level of exclusive <laughs> for Pure Gold. You are talking the cash. That sweet, sweet Donald Trump cash rolling up in this place. Well, the fact is, folks, and and Dave tries to poo-poo it a lot, is that we're you know we're a true radio station. We're I don't true poo-poo radio. that we're a true radio. <laughs> Obviously, we're a true. I'm the program director. What do you mean? I should I should crack you in the head with that new WWE non-spinning title belt. <laughs> well, the reason why I say that is because we sent our information today, like any media credential uh, requester would, through uh, the WWE, not MetLife, by the way. So if you're going to request credentials, you're going to go through a Why are we telling other people to take our credentials, <laughs> sir? Those credentials can take away from our credentials. All right, I'm sorry. But anyway, we, we applied for the credentials and uh, made a little mistake on the um, actual submission of the uh, information to the WWE. They were nice enough to actually let me and Dave know that uh, we forgot to uh, include some information that they needed to know. So the fact that they replied to us, sir, I think is very promising and hopefully, Pure Gold will be heading to WrestleMania, which is in my backyard, literally, because I live right next door to that stadium. And it would be great to cover WrestleMania and potentially the Hall of Fame the night before at Madison Square Garden, sir. So, you know, a lot of things... Um, that would be amazing, to cover the Hall of Fame, to be there at MSG, and of course, being at the event, sir. That would be... I think that the show's done. <laughs> if that's the height, that's the epitome, or possibly through, thanks to the lovely Nicole Fountain... Super Bowl tickets next year? <laughs> Who knows? Folks, Pure Gold is taking moves, making moves. Stuff I wasn't even supposed to talk about on the air, but I'm delusional, going on no sleep, and just hungry as can be. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be in the building. <laughs> we <laughs> I still remember Vince McMahon. I, I still love, and, uh, you know, Dave calls me anal about certain things, and this is a very anal about. If I'm watching a pay-per-view, I need to be in front of the seat at 7.59, right before the pay-per-view. You're talking about WrestleMania. Yeah. Not any pay-per-view. No, any pay-per-view. I like any video package to start any pay-per-view. I think they do a great job with that they kind of stuff. They use the same video package, <laughs> except for WrestleMania. What are you talking about? <laughs> the only ones that have different video packages are like WrestleMania, SummerSlam, or the Survivor Series and the Royal Rumble. That's about it. <laughs> anyway, 
So let, let's just get let's just close the topic now. Me and Dave are hopeful, very optimistic that we will be covering WrestleMania. Definitely, maybe. <laughs> Obviously. We'll be covering WrestleMania 29 live folks, from MetLife Stadium. If we don't cover it, we're done. The show's <laughs> over. We quit. We're done with everything. I think Nicole Fallon, thank you again, Nicole Fallon, for getting me in touch with the WWE media credential departments. Love, Nicole. Love, Nicole. So hopefully we will be covering it. Let's, uh, let's go from a high as a kite to a down low and talk some baseball real fast. And without looking at your rundown, sir, if I asked you in baseball, specifically your New York Metropolitans, who are the two highest paid outfielders uh, this year on the Mets team? Who would you say? <laughs> I would say Colin Cowgill. Close. And uh, either Doug Glanville or Paul Marlon Duda. Anderson. <laughs> so, or Marlon Bird. So do you want to hear who the two highest paid outfielders are for the Mets this year? Please do. Okay, one of them, as you know, his name rhymes with Day, Bay, and Gay. It started, that's right, it's Jason Bay. He's, what do you say? He's the second highest paid Met outfielder this year. And then number one, drum roll, please. It would be the one and only Mr. Bobby Bonilla is the second highest paid outfielder in the Mets team this year. I don't know if Bobby Bonilla counts as an outfielder because that guy, that guy <laughs> cannot feel at all. But that's that's how bad it is with the Mets. I mean, their two highest paid outfielders, or you know, Dave says Bob Bonilla is not an outfielder, but whatever, um, are people that are not even on the team anymore. And Jason Bay. What do you say? It might be early in spring training, but the guy is hitting the ball, hitting the leather off the ball right now because he's got I think two or three home runs already, and he's just batting over three hundred. So just the Mets luck. Jason Bay is out of here, and he's hitting like the ball off the cover. Like I said. Anyway, another thing is that Mr. Wheeler, uh, did we have Wheeler or the other guy on the show about a year ago? You, you're talking about Michael Fulmer? Oh, right. We didn't have Fulmer. We, yeah, we did have Fulmer. We had Fulmer. Yeah, we didn't right. have Wheeler. We didn't have Harvey. According to Daniel Murphy today, an exclusive uh, report on WFA. Daniel Murphy? <laughs> exclusive report. Mr. Wheeler is electric right now. He's pitching lights out. Of course you pitch lights out against people that... Don't actually play the game of baseball. And guys who haven't swung a bat in like six months. Right. You, you gotta love the fact that these guys are sitting here talking about his stuff is electric. <laughs> electric. I think electric right now is the Mets doing the electric slide after they win a baseball game. And, it's uh, electric. Spring we, we, training. We, 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 I mean, who cares? <laughs> are you kidding me? The other big news out of the baseball world, or at least the tri-state area, is Mr. Curtis Granderson. You know, that's sort the of... Grandy man can. The Grandy man can. Because he makes it uh, is out for about 10 weeks, broken forearms. So they're thinking about bringing back old man Johnny Damon to the baseball. Oh, my gosh. Sir. You got, you, are we really talking about Johnny Damon on this program? Sir, you should have been listening to Chris Russo before you came into my car. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to him and you have Steve Phillips on it. They were talking about how they both think that the Yankees are going to be terrible this year with all the injuries and with all the stuff going on on their team. They, I don't know how many home runs they lost, but it's a ton. They lost Ibanez. They lost Jones. They lost Aroid. They lost uh, Eric Chavez, I believe. Russell Martin. They lost Russell Martin. I mean, you're talking like 50, 60 home runs right there. So the Yankees are going to be in trouble. And with all the injuries, they basically need everybody to – this sounds like the Mets. They need everybody to come back 100% healthy to even be a decent team. So the baseball classic, uh, people are not into the it. The World Baseball Classic? The World Baseball it Classic. Sucks. It sucks. You know, Dave is really uh, now going – coming off the bender, folks, as it will. He is coming down and crashing with only about 10 minutes left to go, thank God on tonight's show, Pure Gold. Let's get uh, away from baseball because I don't want Dave uh, killing himself before the new launch of the 1640 AM. We will talk basketball. The second season, the second half of the season has begun, and, uh, you know, the Lakers coming out of the gate look pretty uh, inspired with uh, the unfortunate death of their owner, Jerry Buss. So Kobe Bryant 
looks like he's getting along with Dwight Howard. The, the, the Miami, yeah, he was standing up for him today about bad shooting or something. Yeah, it's about time that these two guys get along. You know, just like Rodney King, can we all get along? Uh, it'd be nice to see the Lakers win a couple games and not make the playoffs by a game. That'd be sweet. I don't want to see them crash and burn. I want to see them fight all the way to the end and not make the playoffs. Uh, so they are playing a little bit better. Right now, the Miami Heat, like I said last week, are playing just lights out. I mean, nobody can beat them. LeBron James is playing on a different level. The Knicks, your Knicks, the New York Knicks that everyone thought was going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Hey, you were, were picking to be the best team in the NBA? Oh, yeah, right. So uh, the, the Knicks look like they're old, and they look like they're done. Carmelo looks like the, the same old Carmelo. This team is in shambles right now. Uh, obviously, definitely, maybe they're going to make the playoffs, but there's a lot of different playoffs? teams. There's a lot of different other teams that are going to compete in the Eastern Conference Finals against Miami. I mean, my Celtics are playing really inspired basketball without Rondo. You've got the Chicago Bulls without Derrick Rose, who will be back hopefully by the end of the year for them. And you have the Indiana Pacers. I mean, the East might not be as strong in terms of, you know, yes, we know that Miami Heat are probably going to go right to the finals, but there's a lot of Eastern Conference teams that are going to give the Miami Heat a good run, not only the Knicks. So um, without Rondo, it's it's been so impressive to see what the Celtics have done. Um, rumors coming out that Rondo is just not a team player anymore. And, and Garnett and Pierce can't get along with him anymore. I, I, it'd be interesting. Uh, Garnett might have beat a trade to the Clippers, saying we have one more run in us. I don't think the Celtics have enough. I think to... he means one more run up to, down the court. Sir. <laughs> yeah, before he kick, kicks the big bucket <laughs> as well. But Paul Pierce, I watched the game last night. After Paul Ron, Pierce, the truth. The truth. I watched the game last night, the end of the game against the Utah Jazz. They were out in Utah on a West Coast trip. They were they finished 2-3, and three, which is a decent road trip on the West Coast. Uh, but they, they finished off the Utah Jazz in overtime. And Carl Malone's on the Utah Jazz. Yes, and John Stockton. So, you know uh, what's funny? Yes. Is that an NWO revolution they were talking about Carl Malone? <laughs> yeah, because he was NWO. No, he was not. He was he was on the good side. Oh, that's right. Uh, DDP. So where was I? What, the Celtics. Anyway, they had a great uh, game last night in overtime. The truth, Paul Pierce... Um, showing he still has some gas left in the tank. He was able to bring back the Celtics and uh, win a game that, you know, the Celtics really didn't have any business winning because, you know, the, the Utah Jazz are really good at home. And at that altitude, it's really hard for the team, like an old team like the Celtics, to, you know, not, like, lose stamina. Let's face it, uh, up there, it's it's really the air is thin, and the Utah Jazz are really tough at home. So the Celtics were able to hang in and win a game in overtime. They're 2-3 and three, coming home now. And I think they're going to make the, they're obviously going to make the playoffs. Let's just hope they get a, they're going to get a higher seed than the eighth seed because you don't want to play the Miami Heat in the first round. Maybe you do if you're the Celtics because you know they'll be a little bit more fresher. But uh, right now the Heat are are playing un- unbelievable. And then on the west side you have the Spurs and the, the Kansas City Thunder, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, playing uh, really good basketball. So I know you have no take on basketball because you have no idea what's going on in the basketball world. That's your basketball take. We're gonna go right into we're gonna go right into NHL and I guess we're oh, not gonna what, get your take on that. This? Are you kidding me? We're talking <laughs> hockey and basketball on my show. The reason why we're gonna talk hockey is because we're literally like two blocks away from the Prudential Center, and that Prudential Center we will are? hopefully get us the credentials into WrestleMania. The Prudential Center. The Prudential Center. The Rock. Right, I'm I'm walking out on this. I don't need to hear this garbage. <laughs> All right. Then. I don't need to hear this this crap. You take about care. About hockey. Spike your hair. <laughs> See you later, Dave. Uh, so hockey talk. We're we're just talking about the locals teams and one of the teams. Let's let's face it, folks. Right now, what the Chicago Blackhawks are doing is just unbelievable. 
They have not lost a game in 19 or 20 games. Yes, they might have lost an overtime game, but they still got a point out of it. So what the Chicago Blackhawks right now are like 19, I want to say 19-0-3. I don't have the exact record, but if you get a chance, go to Yahoo, go to ESPN, go to NHL.com. Check out the Chicago Blackhawks record and what they're doing right now is so impressive. It's a 48-game season, folks, not an 82-game season. So the Chicago Blackhawks look like they're the team to beat. Obviously, definitely, maybe for not losing a regular season game yet in regular, you know, in in regular time. They have lost a couple games in overtime again, but they have gotten a point. So the Chicago Blackhawks right now are playing unbelievably. And then the locals right now, the Devils seem like they've hit a swoon. I thought that the 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 um, the fact that they lost Zach Parisi um, was going to hurt them, but at, to start the season, folks, let's face it, the Devils looked like a great team. They were scoring. They are playing good defense. Bordeaux was playing good. Now Bordeaux might be nicked up. Now the Devils can't score. Kovalchuk is resorting to the old Kovalchuk um, and not earning his money. So Kovalchuk, you know, you need to step it up. The Devils need to step it up right now. And that's all the time we have today, <laughs> All right, calm down here. We're, we're breaking down uh, hockey. So it will be interesting. With the third of the season done, the Devils really need to uh, step it up again because they're not playing good uh, hockey. And then the Rangers, thank God, are not playing good hockey, too. The, the the injury to Rick Nash, not Kevin Nash, not Steve Nash, might be a big detriment to them if he's not back soon enough. So hockey is one-third of the season is complete of the 48 games. The Islanders themselves are up and down. It would be nice to see them make the playoffs this year as an eighth seed. I don't know if they're going to get it done. Their, their goaltending is okay. Their defense is blah. They have good scoring. John Tavares is a really good player. He's an up-and-coming um, but, you know, I would like to see that the Islanders make the playoffs this year. If not, they will make the playoffs next year is my prediction. Finishing up, sir, with about two minutes left, just real quick in football. It looks like Al Smith will be traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. Not official. We'll find out on March 12th. And Tom Brady signs a three-year extension, three years, $27 million, making himself only $9 million a year because, you know, let's face it, his wife is the real breadwinner of the family. Well, he's also trying to give the team some more talent. He always does that, though. So he's, you know, that's he's, good, though. He's a good, he's a team player. He's for a good sure. team player. But let's not forget his wife makes billions of dollars. Let's go back for a second, sir. Let's go back. The Islanders. Rick DiPietro. What's up with him, sir? Who cares about Rick DiPietro? But did he not get sent down to the minors? He so they just got like a fifteen-year contract, and yes. he's in the minors. Are you kidding me, Canessa? Yeah. Did you just call me Canessa? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not a good way to end the show. Let's <laughs> let's make sure we scratch that because Canessa, Francesa, and anything that rhymes with Essa can go to hell. So, folks, that's all the time we have right now, sir. Right now? Yeah. Today. The, tomorrow's my birthday. That's why we have a show on tonight, on Tuesday. Sabrina, you know, refused to uh, have me have a show on Wednesday on my birthday. So, of course she refused because she closed the shot. So, happy birthday to me. Good old 36, not Woo! 37. Old and washed up. What a great show we've had today, folks. We've had a lot. We've, we've introduced a new lineup. Let's not forget, again, once again, the Jimmy Danger Show premieres this Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. Monday, again, Jimmy Danger, followed by, followed by Gene's Rendezvous and the Three Kings. Check your local times and listings and the website that Dave's going to mention at the end of this. Tuesday, we have the Spanish Girl Radio, the Spirit Blaze Radio Show, the Ken Reed Show. Wednesday, as always, is the main event, followed by some paid program that Dave forgot to mention, then mentioned, and then re-mentioned, even though he wasn't going to mention it. Thursday we I have that he's, he definitely has no sleep. Thursday is the All In Show with John Paul Gonzalez. Sports Girls premieres on Thursday from eight to nine p.m. Not this Thursday. Not though. this Thursday though. And then we have some remote programming that they will mention all that good stuff. There, plug the show, plug the station, plug the network, Mr. Program Director. I am done.
Folks, make sure you tune in to Pure Gold next Wednesday, back in our normal time, 6 to 7.30 p.m. Like Joe mentioned, there's just so many different things, so many exciting, uh, you know, new programs, and this, this station is really taking off. We are going to make it all about the money. We have programming. We have things coming up. By next Wednesday, we'll have a better idea of exactly, you know, this program, the new programs that are being added to the station. So, of course, we'll touch on that. Again, check us out, puregoldpg.com, and check out the website, ir1640amradio.com. For JB, this is DG of Pure Gold. Thanks again to Christine from Spirit Plays Radio for joining us. We always keep it PG here. Make sure you do, too. And, as always, I leave you with one of my favorite clips. What's the name of your show? Uh, Pure Gold. Pure Gold? Yes, sir. I got two words for you. Pure (laughs) Gold. You guys are awesome. Yes, we are, Nikki, and so are you. Good night, everyone.